Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets, for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. Thanks so much, Simon. Yes, different start to the show this morning. Ah, look at it, it's Monday. It is Monday, but you are listening to 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well. Let's kick things off with Coldplay. Sky full of stars. Good morning. Coldplay, Sky Full of Stars, you are listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. It's a brand new week and it's probably the most Mondays of Mondays out there. Oh my God, the rain is horrific. Absolutely horrific. But there was brightness and light over the weekend because a certain man came all the way from the USA right here to Ireland. And if you've been living under a rock the past few days, you'll be completely unaware that Garth Brooks is in Dublin for his five sold out gigs. He performed three of the shows at the weekend. He's ready to do it all over the weekend, uh, next weekend again. And my social media, like the week before with Electric Picnic, my social media was bombarded with Garth Brooks. People at the concert, people sharing clips, people just singing his songs, all that kind of thing. And uh, what was really cool was that, uh, okay, 160,000 people might have packed into Croke Park, but uh, they're not the only ones that were treated to uh, seeing him perform over the weekend because this is really funny. It's doing the rounds on Twitter and TikTok at this stage, but a massive crowd formed around the singer and started singing his hit, The Dance, as he posed for pictures. And this ended up, um, I think he was at like a playground, randomly outside a playground in Dublin. And uh, a fella, a local TD, Gary Gannon, his mother was one of the locals uh, around the area, lucky enough to meet Garth and shared footage of this. Now, just look at, forgive the singing of people <laughs> in this. And you might hear somebody call him the wrong name as well. Here it is. Here is the crowd and their uh, singing of the dance with Garth Brooks. I a queen. <laughs> if I'd only know. And the king would fall In his dishes Come on I'm glad I didn't know The way it all works Thank you, Gary Thank you 
Thanks, Garrett. <laughs> oh, it's that at the end. Thank you, Garrett. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, t- the, the, the tweet said... Cynical as you can be about the whole thing, Garth, Garth Brooks is currently having a sing-song with me ma and all the women of Portland Place in the playground and it's absolutely lovely. Fair play to him. I'm just loving the Garrett at the end. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Were you at Garrett's Brooks at the weekend? Let me know. Are you going next weekend? Have you been more than once to see him? 86 658 Now, when I mentioned this, I was in the library, Drogheda Library, on Friday with the little lad and I spotted this poster and said I would give it a mention on the show today. It is opening its doors to the people of Ukraine this week. They are hosting it's a really informal get together at the library. It's going to be happening today and this is an opportunity for Ukrainians and also host families maybe as well to meet others in the same situation. So they started this off. We actually featured this on the programme a couple of months ago. They were running it in Dundalk. It's the same thing again but it's going to be in Drogheda Library today uh, from 4pm so if you are somebody that's arrived from Ukraine and you're living in the area and you want to get together with other people in the same situation maybe if you're hosting people who are from Ukraine or you're friendly with people bring them along as well to this so it's uh, in the library today from 4pm and it's been very successful in Dundalk so they're hoping to, to roll it out here in Drogheda as well. Now, uh, we're going to be taking a quick break, but after that, I've got music from Niall Horan. Plus, Pennies launch a very unique underwear range. Going to tell you about this as well. 11 to 1. Getting a request in on 086-1800-658. Hi Sinead, would you please wish my gorgeous granddaughter Louise O'Donnell, she's from Swift Court in Trim, a very happy birthday today. Hope you're having a lovely day. Love you to the moon and back. Isn't that lovely? From Nanny Maureen in Manalvi and also Uncle Anthony in Liverpool and your big brother Mikey. She sent me a picture as well of little granddaughter Louise. She's in a tree as children should be Maureen enjoying themselves climbing a tree. Hope she's having a great day today. Do you know what? We'll dedicate Niall Horan just for her. Niall Horan and Marie, our song on LMFM's 11 to 1. This caught my eye and because we were talking about this on the show on and off for the past year or so, I thought this would be bring this to your attention. But uh, Penny's or Primark has launched the first ever menopause range. Yes. Now this is on the back of they were one of the first retailers to try out the period underwear that we were talking about and we had people messaging in telling us you know, that they were using them and how they found them that kind of thing Uh, now this is the first collection not just of underwear but of nightwear as well and they're going to have um Basically, it's designed to relieve symptoms associated with menopause, such as hot flushes. So they say it's created as part of Premark's ongoing commitment to make products that support and empower women through every stage of life. And of course, you know, it's very affordable as well, which is great. But um, apparently they uh, use the latest product innovations, including anti-flush technology. I don't know what that is. Uh, cooling yarn, odour control and temperature control designed to relieve symptoms such as the hot flushes and sweating. So um, they have launched this uh, aimed basically to to, to support women. Um, Now they're saying here with an estimated 13 million women this is in the UK now alone, perimenopausal or menopausal this range is aimed at supporting customers who are looking for comfortable, affordable and effective clothing and nightwear that looks stylish and feels 
cool so it has kind of it's very soft touch fabric as well so if it is being rolled out in the UK you can guarantee it will be uh, over this neck of the woods not too long I'd say uh, so they, they say it's like um, basically the technology helps regulate the body temperature and they have this fabric uh, which is kind of a mix of yarns that absorbs the heat from the surface of the skin during these hot flushes so they release the warmth uh, during the chill that follows then as well so uh, yeah very unique idea. I would love to, you know, know how they work and if people have tried them out, I'd love to know that as well. Uh, but there you go. They are rolling them out, as I say, in the UK and uh, they are very much going to be rolling it out over here as well. And um, Anne-Marie Cregan, she's trading director at uh, Primark. She says, uh, we are aware uh, of the many different challenges the menopause can present to women as part of our overall ambition to support women through all stages of life and tackle everyday taboos. We recognised that specialised products weren't accessible or affordable to everybody and we wanted to change this. So they've been doing this. They've been working on this for two years and uh, they really wanted to kind of create something that was going to obviously work and be innovative and uh, to relieve one of the most frequent symptoms associated with menopause the hot flush so there you go interesting I mean I think it's about time stuff like this was being made and brought out there and it's great to see a huge retailer like these guys doing this as well Uh, so we'll just have to watch the space in terms of when they'll be over here for this market but like the uh, period underwear I don't think it'll be too long so there you go there's Gavin James Glow Now, 10 years on since it first had audiences roaring, laughing in their seats, Tommy Marin's hit comedy play, It's the Real McCoy, is back. I can't believe it's on its 10th anniversary. I remember all way back when I was only starting out my career here and working as a researcher and coming across Tommy and the play and very much having him on a different version of a show that was on here, the mid-morning show, back in the day. And I can't believe it. 10 years, it's on the go and it's just gone from strength to strength, this play it really has and it's going to be back in the Solstice Arts Centre September 23rd and 24th let me tell you it is just the thing we need to lift our spirits in this all this dreary talk of cost of living and all that kind of crack we need a bit of a laugh we do so we're going to be chatting to Tommy he's the man behind this hit comedy he's bringing it back we're going to chat to him after these 11 to 1 Ten years on since it first had audiences roaring, laughing in their seats, Tommy Marin's hit comedy play, It's the Real McCoy, is back. So it's set in 1964 in rural Ireland. The play focuses on Madge Malloy, a woman who's now in her 60s, who's lived for four decades of her life wondering where her husband disappeared off to. When a new parish priest arrives with news that Madge's husband wants to return and explains why he left. So It's the Real McCoy will be performed in Solstice Arts Centre September 23rd and 24th it is just the thing that we need to lift the spirits and we're delighted now to be joined on the line by writer Tommy Marin. How are you getting on, Tommy? Very well, Sinead. Good morning. Great to have you on the programme. Ten years of The Real McCoy. I can't believe it. It's the 10th anniversary. It does not seem that long ago since you were on LMFM chatting about this show uh, like when it was having its debut. It's crazy. It is crazy. but uh, And the bones are letting us know it's 10 years on because <laughs> it's a fairly energetic play and, you know, the bones aren't... As, 
as lubricated as they were 10 years ago. So it, it is a little bit tougher for us as a cast because we have the original cast back in action again doing it. But 10 years on, you know, it's amazing. 10 years ago, we were in the middle of a bit of a recession and people we were. were gasping for laughter. And here we are again uh, in the aftermath of, of, of a pandemic and so much else happening in the world that people really need that release valve of laughter again. And that's what we're giving them uh, in this play. And it's been phenomenally successful, even though we're only in our third week of our 10th anniversary tour. We were in Ennis in Glore last Friday and Saturday night. And to hear audiences laughing, it's just good for the soul. Oh, it really is. And as I mentioned that actually before we brought you on, the fact that it was around the height of the recession when this play came out first, it was just the tonic we needed. Now, as you say, we're in another bad situation and it is what we need. But, uh, you know, I, I, what I was going to ask you was the original cast back. That's fantastic. And you play this role of the priest. I do, yeah. But look, I mean, the, the main character is, is the lady Madge Malloy. She's a real tough nut. Uh, and for obvious reasons, you know, if, if, if your husband walks out on you back in the 1960s in rural Ireland, you know, it is the talk of the parish and it's the talk of the town. And so she had to shield her only daughter, whom she was expecting at the time of her husband's disappearance, and kind of, you know, live with the shame of it all. And she does it with great gusto. She has become the man the master and the, the housemaker all in one and it's a huge part I mean you know Madge is literally on stage from one uh, end of the play to the other a huge role brilliantly played by Eileen Slevin and you know even though we see the hard side of her there's a beautiful five minutes in the play when we actually see the emotional side of Madge and it's a lovely contrast from all of the laughter we promised 300 laughs in two hours and that's what we're doing but there's a lovely segment midway through the second act where we see the softer side of Madge and believe it or not people cry Oh, okay. So it's going to bring us on an emotional roller coaster. I do love that. But take me back now because, you know, drama is something that, uh, you know, you're in the radio game like ourselves. You're over there in Midwest Radio doing a fantastic job. But you've been very, very interested in drama from a young age, I think. Yeah, always. I mean, there was a great culture of drama in Tubbacurry. They have a drama festival there every year. And I grew up just outside Tubbacurry. So it was kind of, as they say, bet into me uh, to be part of, you know, I was in score and confessions and all of that stuff so it was I even wrote would you believe a 15 minute play when I was in my second year in secondary school and we performed it in the school concert so it was always in the blood I probably prefer the production and the writing side to the acting side but I love the acting side of it as well because it does give you that extra excitement on the night of a performance so it's been it's been in the blood and you know I've always tried to diversify I mean the play before we went back on the road with McCoy was three Hail Marys yeah which was a play that was set in a nursing home and it was on the subject of dementia and that was a massive success. I mean, mm. we did seven nights in the Olympia uh, in June with that play. So it, it was lovely. It's lovely to do different things but wherever we went, uh, Sinead, it was always the same thing. You know, ah, uh, it's the real McCoy. Yeah. When are you bringing back it's yeah. the real McCoy? Because it's a play that resonates with people because it just simply gives you laughs. Well, judging from the messages uh, we're getting here as well, there's a lot of fans here for the real McCoy as well. 
uh, 086-1800-658 people saying best laugh that they've ever had uh, really looking forward to it coming back so that's really good and encouraging and you know when you when you see this massive appetite for comedy and it's not only just for comedy but for rural characters really Tommy isn't it? It is and the fact that we're able to do two nights in every theatre um, you know speaks for itself you know most drama groups or production companies would do one night we always do two nighters Friday and Saturday nights and so far we've sold out everywhere we go and theatres are saying to us you know this is breaking the mould because people are still a little bit hesitant about coming back into theatres but um, yeah look it's just it's the popularity of comedy Um, and this is very clean comedy you know this is rural Irish comedy there's no bad language in it the the, the storyline is simple but it's the characters like it's it's you know the the creation of of the gormless postman Martin (laughs) Daly uh, played by Jerry Glennon this guy who's courting Madge's daughter and she doesn't believe as she says you know he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer and he's not Um, he certainly isn't serrated let's just put it that way but he you know people resonate with his character uh, as they do with all of the characters the nosy neighbours the nosy neighbours I was just going to say Cora O'Hora I mean what what mother called Nora O'Hora would call her daughter Cora O'Hora but they do and they're the nosy neighbours so people resonate it brings them right back to the 60s rural Ireland and the simplicity of life well this is where I was going to ask you like you know growing up in you know rural Sligo would you have come across these characters now on your path well look let's put it this way (laughs) yes to a degree but much more um, as they say painted in and coloured up uh, for, for the for the occasion and um, you know some might say it's a little bit OTT to a degree it is but it's done with taste and you know we've got a fantastic professional crew and they don't ham it and I think yes. that's important Yes and like just looking at some of the production pictures online as well the set for this is fantastic the costumes the whole thing it really did does bring it to life so I have to ask you you've had like I mean everything you write has been really successful Tommy are you working on anything new? Well, you know, I I am and I am not I mean, I do have another play written. I don't know if we're going to go ahead with that because there's a few other things in mind. We have a full list of theatres booked for 2023 for a new show. But what that show is, I'm not fully convinced uh, I, I know yet Okay, but, uh, I have time on my hands OK you have time to kind of work it out yeah. well Tommy I don't have to wish you luck I know it's going to do really really well it's just the tonic we need as I said at the start there to give us a laugh I do thank you though so so much for joining me today Not at all and listen to uh, the people of, of Mead and, and surrounding areas you know it's Friday and Saturday week in Solstice in Navan and it's always a great venue and I'm not just saying that but it's a brilliant venue and I would just say to people book early because yep. to be honest with you over half booked out already. Oh, that's fantastic news. Tommy, listen, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, Sinead, thank thanks you. a million. Tommy Marin there. It's the real McCoy. It's back for its 10th anniversary celebrations. Solstice Arts Centre, as we say, 23rd and 24th of September. All of the details are on the solsticeartcentre.ie website. Get the tickets now. It is going to be sold out. I guarantee you that. And it is a great night filled with laughter. Bring the friends, bring the family, whoever you have to bring with you. It's going to be a great night on the 23rd and the 24th. 4th of September. There's a throwback for you five. Got the feeling on LMFM's 11 to 1. Today is video game day. I have some facts about video games. We're going to be talking about this. Plus, we've got music from Westlife on the way. 11 to 1.
back. Super Mario Brothers. It even sounds like it did on the Game Boy. All of those years ago. Why am I playing this? Well, today is video game day and I have some facts about you that for, for this uh, the first video game Nim was introduced at the World's Fair by Edward Condon all the way back they're saying here in 1940 madness the first Atari console came out in 1977 Game Boy showed up then in 1989 and lots of fights between brothers and sisters and siblings ensued with Game Boys in our house the best selling game ever Minecraft 180 million dollars in sales uh, the best selling games console was PlayStation 2 155 million dollars uh, arcade games game first American spent 20 billion on arcade games by 1981 Pac-Man was going to be called Puck-Man there you go and professional gamers can earn 200 dollars an hour playing games I mean I have heard stories about them not going to the toilet and doing other things to you know, help. Mad stuff. Two hundred dollars an hour. I'm in the wrong business. Get me the, get me the Game Boy. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, we are celebrating the, the video game, but also on this day in 1940, 14s followed their dog down a hole near Lascaux in France, discovering 17,000 year old drawings now known as the Lascaux cave paintings so that happened on this day and of course yes today is video game day we all know the playstation pc xbox game boy and all the other examples of gaming devices out there so gaming is part of our culture so they're kind of saying you know dig it out dig out the atari or the game boy if you're old school like me or the wii or the playstation and have a game because today is video game day LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. No one knows about the things that I've been through with you. There were times I drive you nearly mental. But when your man is still beautiful. There's Westlife. Hello, my love. They've surprised us all by announcing two intimate Christmas concerts in Dublin's Three Arena. They're going to play the 20th and 21st. There you go for people who've ever missed out on seeing them. Now, um, news at 12 is approaching, but after that, John Kenny and Norma Sheehan join me. They are bringing John B. Keane's The Matchmaker to the gate. Plus, can Squid Game make Emmy's history? It's all to come. 11 to 1 with Amy Winehouse, Valerie, kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch on 086 658 Want to wish a very big happy 21st birthday today to grandniece Roisin Murphy in Black Castle, Navin. Hope you have a great day. That's coming in from Joe in Navin. 21 today. Roisin Murphy in Black Castle. Oh, it'll be 21 to be 21 Roisin hope you're having a fab day now South Korea's Squid Game is hoping to make Emmys history tonight because they are hoping to get be the first foreign language t- TV show to win the top honours for best drama it could happen so people will know this but uh, the Netflix show in which misfits and criminals compete for cash in barbaric and deadly versions of schoolyard games is aiming to emulate the success of Oscar winning South Korean movie Parasite which I only saw 
very recently. It's absolutely brilliant. If you haven't seen that, it's on Netflix as well. Uh, they're hoping to triumph at the TV's top prize gala. So there is tough competition though because you've got succession in there as well. A lot of people have been talking about that. We yet to see that, but it's a tale of a family vying for control of a media empire. Uh, there's lots of kind of Shakespearean backstabbing that goes on in that. That earned the most nominations overall at 25. Um, so people are kind of saying, you know, that one has done quite well. They do think uh, the experts, prediction experts are saying they think that they will uh, pick up something for the best actor uh, which would be good. That'd be the first for a non-English performance as well. Uh, other shows contending for the night's top prize include Apple TV's dystopian workplace series Severance starring Adam Scott and also the season of Netflix much lauded crime sag- saga Ozark is in there as well. I don't know. I think Squid Game was fairly massive when it came out at the time and I think people are still talking about it. I think people are still chomping at the bit to see when the next series is going to come our way as well. So watch this space. The Emmys anyway taking place tonight. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what the crack is there for Squid Game. Uh, now let's see what else is happening in the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. We get our first glimpse of Wicklow and Disney's Disenchanted as the trailer has just been released. The follow-up to the 2007 Disney hit Enchanted was filmed in Enniskerry last year. The Wicklow-based set became an attraction in its own right after the big-budget Hollywood production took over the town. I know the change can be scary, but it can also be exciting. If I've learned anything from meeting a princess on a billboard is that sometimes you just have to take a leap. Let's start our new life. It's all part of the adventure. That's not an adventure, that's a landfill. A land filled with adventure. Kim Kardashian is getting a Spotify podcast and it's on a topic that might surprise you. In her recent chat with Interview Magazine, she revealed that she's diving into the world of true crime podcasts, hosting her very own Spotify exclusive show. Nicolas Cage says he has to learn fatherhood all over again after the birth of his first daughter. The actor opened up about welcoming baby August Francesca recently with wife Rico. Cage explained where they got the name from. I actually had about five hours sleep in total over five days. So I was getting one hour a night. And then I came here and I actually got five hours last night. So I think that's what brought me back for this. Uh, Well, my father is August and my uncle is Francis and I wanted to honour both of them, so, yeah. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Oh my God, one hour sleep. No, no, no. Nicholas Cage there popping up in The Buzz. You can catch more Buzz with Eddie Caffrey a little bit later on. Or if you want to check out any showbiz gossip, lmfm.ie is the place to go. Yo, Monday, Galway Girl on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, Michael Scott's iconic production of John B. Keane's hilarious dramatic comedy, The Matchmaker, has been delighting audiences since 2001. Now, this particular production is back at the Gaiety to celebrate its 21st anniversary, starring the hilarious John Kenny and Norma Sheehan. Together, they play a myriad of characters in this hilarious comedy, and it follows the efforts, as we know, of Dickie McDickie O'Connor to make matches for the lonely and loved. Lauren and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the stars of the matchmaker John Kenny and Norma Sheehan are with us how are you getting on guys? Oh, great. Hello. 
How are you getting on? Good, good to have you. John, I'll come to you first because you've been playing Dickie O'Connor for quite some time now prior to this production with Norma. But tell us what drew you to the role initially. Uh, well, I've all listened. I kind of, I have a, a grow, as we say, for Mr. Keane, like, you know, and I've done, you know, I've done a good few of his plays. I've done The Field, I've done The Hiker, I've done Scythe, uh, you know, um, yeah, and I've kind of like his language and I like I just like the language that, and uh, the way. So when I read it, it works. It really works because it's, it's hilariously funny. It's brilliant. It's poignant. It has its beautiful moments in it and uh, and the language and everything else. And, of course, the opportunity, like being a performer, is that you get to play in the matchmaker where I get to play. Um, I don't know how many different characters, but uh, quite a raft of different characters. And they're all completely different, which is a lovely thing in the one evening to go through so many different characters, you know. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, you're well versed in this kind of thing, playing, you know, the different characters, as you say. I mean, but do you still find it challenging? Because if it was me, I'd be mucking up lines to, and different characters would be saying different things. No, 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 no. I mean, look, it's a, it's, it's a great, and as a matchmaker above all plays, I mean, I've done plays similar. I mean, I won't say it's similar in, in any way, but it's similar in the way that it's, it's, it's done is probably monologue is under Milkwood by Dylan Thomas, which is one big long poem. And I did that as a two-hander, just with two actors as well. And it's a challenge in a sense, and so is the matchmaker, because it's not that you have normal dialogue like you would have in conversation in ordinary plays. Basically, a lot of the script is you on your own as each character mm. gets a monologue for each page. It's quite, it's quite a, you know, there's a bit of weight in it, like, you know. Oh, completely, completely. And, you know, I find this idea of a matchmaker just generally a fascinating character. Like, I was introduced to this type of man in The Quiet Man, and then I started working here, and I was introduced to Tom Feeney from Dunderry, who's a matchmaker. Like, there's something just really Irish about this, isn't there? Well, yeah, but I'd say, I'd say the world over, really. I mean, we don't, as, as different cultures have different forms, I mean... People have always, maybe, is it a, a, an inherently Irish thing? I, I don't really know. But, um, I mean, the basis, the premise of the whole thing is like, you know, people people get matched up. People need partners. People want to live their lives with other people. People want to have families. Some people might and don't want to have families. But, like, you know, that whole thing of, of finding someone in life, not being lonely, perhaps, you know, looking for a partner. And maybe everything is, everyone is looking for something different, you know. Oh, completely. So matchmakers are, are really, uh, I suppose they're there as uh, Norma, but is more versed now in the more up-to-date forms of matchmaking. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well I, I know that you did do now, John, you did do some matchmaking yourself uh, way, way back when with the Dunbelievables, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, geez, I suppose I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, that was, and actually, the funny thing was, I often still get messages from people that say to me, I actually had a, a thing there last week or last year they, you know early this summer from a couple who I pulled out of the audience and to match them at an unbelievable show when we were doing a revisit of one hell of a do about maybe six years ago myself Pat did a tour I was six or seven years ago more seven years but they rang me to say that they were getting married oh my god <laughs> that's I, amazing yeah, and I've met a few people said we met on the fucking stage of an unbelievable <laughs> show <laughs> that is a story that is a story Norma I have to bring you in here now uh, did, did you ever do any matchmaking yourself Norma like would you have set up friends with each other or were you ever match made up with somebody 
Oh, well, the most famous couple I met put together was Amy Huberman and Brian O'Driscoll. No. Yeah, she never knew. I was just bringing her along and he said he was, um, you know, he was intrigued by her from the clinic and knew, he, I knew him through another source and uh, myself and this other friend of mine, Joanne Byrne, we, we, we were meeting her in the in the hotel that night for, for drinks and I just said, look, walk past, say hello, offer to buy a drink or something and if it's not working, go away. Um, and yeah, it, it kind of blossomed from there and I t- warned Brian never to tell Amy that that was a bit of a setup, but sure. He let it slip in a few weeks later and, and I felt like a right gob dog so I, oh. I hadn't told Amy at all. <laughs> but, uh, and actually, yesterday I was at, um, I don't know, the day before I was at a, a, a thing with my cousin and I said I was doing um, The Matchmaker with John Kenny and he said, oh, that bloody effer. I went to his show years ago and he dragged me up on stage <laughs> and made me marry someone. I was the best crack of a night. So only two days ago, John, my, my oh. cousin John, was telling me on, in the Everyman I think in Cork or somewhere he was dragged up on stage and he said it was just pandemonium. <laughs> so there you go. They're remembering this, John. Yeah, yeah. Well, your looks is great. Great to be part of a bit of history, isn't it? And uh, um, yeah, so that's it's a crack. Um, oh, it, it definitely is. And and you know, Norma, the last time I spoke to you, you were busy touring with Shirley Valentine, a one-woman show. Is it nice now to have somebody to bounce off beside on stage? Oh my God, like, block your ears there, John. John is an absolute <laughs> header, right? He is, like, if you were just to put an electric, like an electric scent, electric shock current on the stage, it's it's like, I tell you now, you can't but, and you know me, I'm fairly wired, like, but he's more wired than me. I swear the energy, the man literally sweats blood every night for the audience. <laughs> I did hear somewhere and this is amazing to me because I'm loving this that this isn't the first time that you guys work together uh, it is is it oh Lidl do you mean the Lidl the lead lad I loved the lead lad tell us about <laughs> yeah. this now Norma now John is the turn I, I'm, I, I do a bit of Lidl but John stole the show he came in and played the turn up you know <laughs> He'd be going, oh, I'm going to fight. Oh, I'm going to turn up. I was a boring lump of cheese or something. You were the, you were the cheese. John, what is the turnip saying in that ad? It's like, I, I, I don't really know what it's saying. Well, I do actually. There is, a, there is a script, right? Yeah. But like, I run it all together into one whole, there's no full stops, no comments. It's one big long word. And I don't know. I mean, it's just, I just want to make it manic and mad. It's like the piece I didn't, I didn't think gig I didn't father Ted as well when I was doing the oh, of course. for the Eurovision thing, you know, it's something similar. But I remember when I got the little lad and I said to, I was, I was messaging my son, he's away in Vancouver and he, he wanted to know how things going. And I said, Aaron, I said, I got, I forget, the biggest break of my second life. <laughs> I, said, well, I said, Hollywood is calling after this. I said, I nailed this one. He said, what you get? I said, I'm playing the part of a turn up. <laughs> I have arrived. I have arrived. <laughs> oh, and I just love, I love that ad. And it was on radio as well as TV. And I was just like quoting it the whole time. But you're the cheese that's like, sure, we've all won awards. Is, this, is that what your line yeah, was? I was the cynical one. Come here though, John, John plays a character in The Matchmaker. Um, it's a, a little jockey. And he basically is the turn up as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, John, that is some skill, to be fair, to be speed-reading lines like that. 
Yeah, it's just, when the jockey, I do, I, I, I probably used to know, and I still know a few jockeys, probably not as, um, but I did know a lot of jockeys one stage, and I still come across them every now and again, but they also always fascinated me, the, the energy these boys had, like, yeah. you talk about me or Norma having energy, like, and some jockeys, by they're just, you know, and then when you get them out, and they say, oh, she's a nice one, she did this, fine, fine, she did come down, and I did it, hi, I'm a new jockey there, you wouldn't know what I'm doing, what I want to be doing, she, she ran very nice, you know, she came in behind, you wouldn't know what she's doing, I'll hold her back, coming down last time, she did well there, she jumped when she showed well, and the whole, everyone involved, everyone involved, like, we're just holding, you know what, it's just going on, and the boys talk at that, so me, Jockey character does that as well. So if, if somebody tunes in just now, uh, <laughs> it's John Kenny. He's uh, he's commentating on jockeys. Uh, but can we, the, the, tell me though about for people who have not seen this show, this is very much Michael Scott's version of the Matchmaker, isn't it? You go, John. Well, I suppose it is, but like as performers too. Like I mean, I've done it, and Mary McAvoy has worked with me on it, and I worked with Mary on it. And before Mary, then you had Anna Mahanen, and you had Mick Lally, you had Des Q, you had Frank Kelly. There's so many people played that, like, uh, and, you know, um, but I'm sure everybody sort of brings, I noticed myself that Morris, uh, or Nor, uh, Norma... Get her name right, John, God almighty. You're in trouble later, but you're in trouble. I'm you up. Norma, she has the interpretation. Absolutely. It's amazing to listen when you. I was used to would say, working with Mary for so many years on it, not constantly. Obviously, we take with it, we do it every now and again. And but we had a we were working together on and off with it for about five or six years, maybe more. And then to hear Norma's interpretation of the exact same lines, the, the exact same lines. Mm. But somebody always brings something new to the table. An interpretation finds a, di- a different way of expressing that character, doing that character. So. Yeah, it's Michael Scott, really, but it is the sum of all parts. It's Michael plus the cast, you know. Yeah, and we have that kind of that, that kind of that, that freedom is there to experiment. Michael doesn't, you know, tie us to fucking concrete and say, "Look, this is exactly how you want you to say it. This, or, this is what you should do." You know, it's not like that, you know. So, which is great, obviously, for for, yeah. for an actor to have that freedom, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Bring your own color, your own energy, energy to it, or your own emotion, whatever you want, you know. Now, you've both had sort of great careers, obviously not you know not just on say the big screen and the small screen, uh, screen and the stage. But I'd say there's nothing like live theatre, is there, Norma? Yeah, I mean, Shirley was great. That was a one woman thing. I'm really enjoying this now because it's you know pure pure Irish. Um, the audience are a big part of this one now as well. They oh my god, they, some of them know the lines and they finish stuff for you. And, Brilliant. Um, I just. Yeah, I, 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 I love being on stage. I love the gaiety. I'd be a big fan of the gaiety. I've done, you know, all theatres up around you there and everywhere around Ireland. The gaiety is just stunning. Um, it's, it's, it's a really special place and it's selling well now for the week, but definitely, definitely send everyone in if there's anyone local. If there's anyone <laughs> hung over from Gareth last night, you can send them in for a bit <laughs> of matchmaking. <tonight. laughs> yeah, absolutely. What a way to top off, uh, you know, hangover from Gareth Brooks. Uh, but have you, got, have you got any pre-show rituals, guys, before you go on, on, on stage? Do you do anything? Like, do you, do you do all that sort of voice warming up or do you do any sort of pre-show things that you have to do before you go out on stage? Sorry, no, but you're going to wind him up. Like, he sees me even putting on a bit of lipstick or putting a tip in my hair. He's like, what? What racket are you doing now? <laughs> John saves it for the stage. Would I be right, John? Uh, I kind of tend to say, well, I went for a cycle today. I went for good, I went for, just to get me, me air, my lungs going, you know. And, um, 
Yeah, I don't do too much, really. Like, I, I think when you sit in the car, even for me, the prep starts not so much when you're even in the venue, probably on the way to it. Your whole day, really, your mind is focused on whether you know it or not. It's in your head, in the back of your mind. You're going on. You're going to be starting at half seven or eight o'clock. And the first lines out of your mouth will be this, you know what I mean? Whatever yeah. it is. And then, you know, you're, you're in somewhat, you're in, you're in preparation mood all day, I think, quietly within yourself. Yeah. I'd agree, John. I, I, to be fair, like I don't want to sound like um, Daniel Deluis, but I, I would, even if I was in a run for a week or two, I'd still visualise. I before I go on, I'd either visualise or vocalise everything, kind of a superstitious way, I guess. Yeah. Um, a bit like Ron yeah. Nogara, you know, when he does the thing before his kick back in the day. <laughs> you know, me and me and the top rugby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would try and visualise most of it or vocalise most of it or do an old stretch or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. beforehand. Well, tonight is opening night in Gaiety Theatre. I have no doubt it's going to be fantastic. Thank you so much, Yay! both of you, for, for joining me. And the best of luck. Break a leg, as they say. Thanks, Thanks a million. John Kenny and Norma Sheehan there. They are performing in the Gaiety, in the Matchmaker from tonight to the 17th of September. Ticketmaster.ie is where you're going to get all your ticket information. 11 to 1. Oh, they're great crack. John Kenny, Norma Sheehan there. If you missed them, we will podcast it out on lmfm.ie. Now back to the music. Here's Dermot Kennedy. Something to someone. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on LMFM.ie. Experienced childminder required for two children aged one and two years of age in the minder's own home in North Drogheda area. Text only if you're interested. No calls, please. 086 073 2972. MIPS requires a fourth year apprentice plumber in the Meath area. To apply, please email tina.sheeran at mips.ie. Home Instead are recruiting new and experienced caregivers in your area. For details, check out careers.homeinstead.ie. Sleeve void tool and die precision engineering requires the following vacancies. A qualified toolmaker, apprentice toolmaker and machine operator based in Greenore County Louth. To apply, email your CV to info at sft.ie. Darver Castle are looking for a housekeeping manager and a bar manager as well. To apply, please email accounts at darvercastle.ie. And the Central Bar and Restaurant in Navan are currently hiring experienced individuals in the following positions. Door security, barista and waitstaff. They're also currently hiring experienced waitstaff in their sister restaurant, The Bective in Kells. You can send your CV to debbie at thecentral.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section, lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Now, I mentioned this a little while ago uh, and last week as well, but uh, the shortlist or the sort of the closing date for this is fast approaching. We are talking about the best of Loud and Me, the words. So thank you so much for everybody who nominated so far. But the shortlist is now live. OK, so I'm on lmfm.ie as we speak. And this is all about honouring these amazing people in our areas. So, um... Everything from the best takeaway, the best bar, 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 best beauty salon, best bar, best restaurant, best gym, best tradesperson are all being honoured. Okay, so if you check out lmfm.ie, you'll see there's three people nominated or three businesses nominated in each category. So, for example, best tradesperson that I'm looking at here so far, Danny Ryan, Canogue Carpentry, 
Julianstown County Lee, uh, Meath also KT Crafts and Handyman Trim and CP Electrical in Dundalk County Leeds. they're the nominees for best tradesperson we need you to vote right now for the overall okay for that also uh, under the best bakery we've got the home bakery in Dundalk we've got McCluskey's bakery in Drogheda and Doreen's bakery in at the boy okay so this is what we're talking about voting is closing this Friday the 16th of September and we're going to be announcing the best of Loud Than Me the award winners in a ceremony it's going to be very glitzy on September 21st so the best of Loud Than Me the awards with the local heroes.ie if you're looking for a trusted plumber electrician or gas boiler installer in Loud Than Me or if you're interested in a boiler scrappage scheme you can check out localheroes.ie and they come with a 12 month guarantee backed by Board Gosh Energy so please head over loads of people have nominated already which is great and voted if you head over to lmfm.ie, get voting. Those closing dates, Friday. Okay, so 12pm on Friday, that's it. Okay, and the awards will be taking place then the week after. So do it now, please. lmfm.ie. 11 to 1. Couple of things happening locally just to let you know about this. Uh, will you let people know that the League Women's Forum are hosting a coffee morning? That's tomorrow, the 13th of September from 10.30 to 12 for breast cancer. That's coming in from Lorraine Cunningham and all the women in the League. So that's happening tomorrow from 10.30 to 12. Uh, now, another thing, this is really interesting. I had no idea that there was a connection between the Wee County and C.S. Lewis. But apparently, C.S. Lewis used uh, to holiday here throughout his life in the wee county of Louth, specifically in the village of Annie Gaston and also in the Golden Arrow guest house in Salterstown. And uh, this became kind of a, an important refuge for him. So what they're doing is uh, they are exploring these links between C.S. Lewis and County Louth, uh, well, they're addressed really in a book by Paul Clayton Lee. Uh, it's an anniversary tribute which commemorates 60 years since the death of the creator of the beloved Land of Narnia. That's C.S. Lewis's well-known book. And uh, this particular book about these links um, will be launched in the Glide Inn on Thursday coming at 2.30pm. So it's C.S. Lewis and the Wee County is the name of the book. 2.30pm and they're going to be doing that in the Glide Inn in Annie Gas. That is so cool. I had no idea that uh, there was a link between C.S. Lewis and the Wee County. There you go. And this book sounds extremely interesting. So uh, it's written, as I say, by Paul Clayton Lee and it's an anniversary tribute which commemorates 60 years since the death of C.S. Lewis. So there you go. Happening Thursday in the Glide Inn at 2.30pm. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company. Seems it's a drizzly rainy Monday. This is the only song I can finish with. Here's Travis. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.